Hey, yo, what up with it? Welcome to a new episode of Yours This Thing On Podcast, man. I'm your host, Chad Reese. Before we get into episode number four, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart to everybody who tuned in, checked out episode number three. If you haven't heard, man, you can catch it on all your streaming platforms, man, your Spotify, your Google, your Apple, your Stitcher, and even iHeartRadio, man. When your boy got that approved for iHeartRadio, I just knew, man, I was one step away from making it to my goal, man. Black Effect, Charlemagne, holla if you hear your boy, man. I'm trying to leave my digital footprint for you. But we're going to get this thing in, man. I want to say sorry. I'm, I'm, I got to say sorry because I know I'm going to drop these things every Thursday, but I didn't. I didn't drop it last Thursday. I'm a bit of an inconsistent asshole, and I'm also a bit of a perfectionist, and I didn't like the work that I did, so I didn't drop. But I have to understand that practice doesn't make perfect. Practice just makes you better. So it's not about doing what you like. It's about doing what you love and putting it out there for other people to respect it because you already respected yourself. That's why you're doing it. So you guys sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Now I have to admit, coming up, I wasn't the brightest kid of the bunch. I mean, nor was I the most popular. I was somewhere in between those two categories. I mean, let's just keep it real. I was an asshole. All I wanted to do was go to school and be funny because that's what I saw when I was at home. I grew up in that era, that age where Richard Pryor's and Eddie Murphy's were out there cracking jokes and the stuff was cool. So what would I do when I go to school? I crack jokes and act a fool because it was funny to me. When I was in the third grade, all I do was go to school, crack jokes all day, make fun of teachers and where to get me. I tell you where it got me. I failed. I failed the third grade. In fact, I failed the second grade too. When I failed the second grade, my mom sent me to summer school. But when I failed the third grade, my mom was like, I'm not sending you to summer school. And I was like, okay. So there was nothing more embarrassing than walking out of my third grade class and seeing all of my fourth grade friends. And it was like, oh shit. And everybody looked at me like, oh shit, is that Chad? And I put my head down in shame. <laughs> But it didn't last that long because I got right to being a jokester with the kids that I was in class with now. You know, so I just I, I flipped it to my benefit and I would have fun. And then I failed again. And my mom was like, yo, I don't know what to do with you. So they sent me to summer school and I go to summer school and I move on to the fourth grade. And I remember this shit like yesterday, sitting in class and having my teacher call on me for a question. I looked at her and I was like, great, I'm ready, right? The question was, looking at the board, on the board there were two people. And she asked me, how many people do you see? Now, during this time, we were using words such as few, couple, and bunch. Of course, you know couples too. Few is more than two and then a bunch is more than a few. So I saw the two people and I go, it's a couple, right? And I smiled and I chuckled afterwards because I knew I, was, I had the right answer. And she looks at me and she goes, are you sure? And I was like, yes, ma'am. Then she goes, Chad, are you sure you belong in classes like this? And I said, excuse me? She goes, do you, are you sure you don't belong in remedial courses? I looked at that lady and I was like, is she challenging me? Now, I know uh, most of y'all have saw that documentary about Michael Jordan in The Last Dance and how he would get when people would challenge him. And he would take offense to it, right? And then he just went out there and he did his best. Shit, half the time he was making up these stories in his head that people were talking about him. But that wasn't the case for me. I was challenged. And anybody who knows me, right, 
you do not challenge me because I will show you because off top, I don't need a challenge as is. But I'm the kind of person that I have to show you the error of your ways. And from that point on, there was no more class clown Chad, class clown Reese. It was none of that. I purposely put myself at the front of the classroom and would raise my hand for every single question that the teacher asked. Every one of them. And I was never wrong again. So I would spend all my time studying and reading books. You know, I was learning, playing video games. That was what I wanted to do in the beginning, just play video games. But I never stopped. But I also implemented reading books all goddamn day and studying and preparing myself to be a smart student. So I went from being a class clown to being a straight A student. Now, the thing was, I was a class clown based on a meeting that I had with this individual in the neighborhood one day. Right. My mom and dad always taught me right from wrong. And I remember going to go with one of my friends. Man, it was my best friend at the time when I was a little kid, man. I remember going with this dude. We had another friend named Kenny. Kenny. And my mom taught me, mom and dad taught me manners. So when I met somebody, I would always address them the same way, no matter who it is. Hello, how you doing? That's how I would always address people. So I meet this dude, right? And I'm like, hello, how you doing? My name is Chad. And dude looks at me and goes, what the fuck did you just say to me? He's like, nigga, why are you so proper? <laughs> and I was like, Oh shit, you know? And then my friend afterwards, he goes, I was like, hey man, what's up, bro? My name is Kenny. I'm like, motherfucker, that's not how you talk to people. <laughs> you know? Like, that ain't how you talk to people. You just heard him say that shit to me. So when I looked, I was like, okay, well then damn, I didn't know what kind of person you was. I just thought I would address you this way. Right? So after I saw that, I was like, man, you don't know who to trust. And I'm just gonna be myself with everybody at all times. So that's how it would be. I was I was myself with everybody at all times. I was a nerd. I was a geek. I like to have fun. I like to play around. And school was the last thing that was on my mind until I was challenged by Miss Furlow. And as I got challenged by Miss Furlow, all that shit changed. It all changed. And I was the one that I guess you could call goofy, corny, right? Because I was because of the way I dress, because of the way I talk, because of the way I walk, because of the way I act. I was the cornball. And that shit was, it's okay, right? That shit was okay for me to be that way. And there's so much of me that wishes like, God damn, I wish I was born in this era, in this generation, because the, the things that I was doing back then, man, these kids right now, it's they living. These motherfuckers are playing video game for a living. They out here making YouTube videos for a living. All the things that me and my friends used to do back in the day, that's what these kids are doing right now. And they're not being criticized for that, being judged for it. And it just makes no sense to me. When did it become not okay for you to be just a, a normal person, the average person? And this conversation that I'm having with you guys today stems from an interview that I saw a man on a podcast called a Pivot Podcast. It's a dude named Shannon Crowder, right? He's an ex NFL football player. He's played for the Miami Dolphins. This dude is having an interview with uh, Fred Taylor. I think he was a Jacksonville Jaguar. And then Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Shout out to that noob, right? Shout out to him, mainly because he was the one that stood up after these comments were made by Crowder. So Crowder. I wish I could see the whole interview. I don't know where I could find it at, but 
the gist of it is, is that Crowder made some comments about Russell Wilson calling him a square and calling him corny and was saying that Sierra wouldn't be with him if he didn't have money. And it's like, the fuck does that mean? Like he he's a he she wouldn't be with this man because he doesn't have money. He's a square and he's a corny. He's a cornball. He's a goofball. Why? I mean, the statements don't make no damn sense. And then you say that she wouldn't be with him because he didn't have money. And she left future to be with him because of money. And I'm like, bro, like that is not what the hell Sierra left future for, bro. Sierra left future because the motherfucker would stop cheating on her. Did you miss that whole part? Like, are you trying to tell me that future is the cool guy and he's better than Russell Wilson? The lifestyle that he lives makes him um, the, the, the dude that everybody wants to be and the, the, the dude that all women should want to be with. Because you're not making any sense right now. Because I was the Russell Wilson. I was the cornball. Hell, I'm still corny today. My wife called me corny all the time. Every time I make a joke, she called me corny. In fact, she was the one that brought this conversation to my attention. When she asked me about it, I had no idea about it. I went and looked it up and I was like, oh. You know, and then we go on to keep on talking. I'm like, so how do you what do you think he means about future and Russell? And she goes, well, you know, look at Sierra. She's with uh, future. And she she kind of likes the thuggish guys, you know, and like the gold teeth. And she's like, that was my preference when I was in, I'm from Colleen. That's how she was. I'm from Colleen. So that's the kind of guys I talk to. And I was like, wait a minute. I don't look like or sound like any of these guys you're talking about. And she says, that's why you're corny. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? I'm like, OK, I'll take that. Whatever. But. It's the truth. If you don't fit the, the criteria of that guy that was trying to be, you know, the tough guy, um, skipping class, getting into fights. Like if you was not not that dude, you were a nerd. You were the person that was trying to get your act together. And miraculously, those are the individuals that these women are trying to be with, because those are the ones who knew themselves back then. They were able to be free. They were able to be them and didn't care about what anybody said about them. That's why I said this generation right now is the best because they don't care. And and who they are is being exploited for the greater good. You don't got to worry about that shit no more. You got to worry about nobody like Shannon Crowder calling you a goddamn uh, corny and shit. And. and, and who are you to even say this about anybody else? Nigga, who is you? Right? You're not even looking at the true reason why Sierra's not with a man like Future anymore. Like, this dude has seven, eight kids, some shit like that. Got by four, five baby mamas. And he wasn't trying to be in a committed relationship. So what is a woman like Sierra supposed to do? Is she supposed to sit around and wait for this dude to change? While he out there still smashing other chicks and she at home? Raising their kid? No. Them days is over, brother. Like, women are not sitting back there waiting to change a man because women got their own now. This is different. Back then, women were looking to be supported. Right? They were trying to find a man with stability. If a man got money, they ain't got nothing else to worry about. Shit, all they got to do is have kids and stay at home and chill and live off that money. But women are starting to work in the same field as men are now. They're starting to get equal pay. So they don't need us for that anymore. What they need us for is just to be listeners. Just to provide, show love, and comfort. Those things. The things that men lack. <laughs> the things that these men lack right now, it's, it's ridiculous. Because Future's not that man. Dude, he, he called off their proposal. He didn't want to be with her. 
So what's she supposed to do? She did the right thing. And not only did she move on from the dude, she didn't move on from him to Russell. She moved on from him and started dating. And then she said a prayer, a prayer that has shown up on Summer Walker's new album. She prayed for a man. And this man appeared. And she was he, he's everything that she asked for. Sierra not calling Russell Carney. Ain't nobody, ain't no woman I know calling that man corny. Hell, they want a man like that. They wish they could. But half these women have lived lives that show up on social media daily that they can't find a man like that. Look, man, if I'm a man like Russell Wilson and I see you busted open, wide open on the gram or, or any of those things, I'm not looking for you. I don't care how much you tell me you've changed. This is the lifestyle that you that you live. So you have to deal with that shit. And you got to put in a lot of work to show that you're not that person no more. Because a person like that, they don't want to go to average, average dude. They want to go to somebody who's making six figures. They looking for a Russell Wilson. They looking for a, a, a future. Hell, they looking for an athlete, a celebrity, somebody that can spend money and take care of their habits. And they'll tell you, this woman is like, I don't got to do nothing but stay at home and, and have sex with them all day and take care of the kids. What the fuck? No, that's not the that's not the modern woman nowadays. The modern woman can do all these things and take her goddamn self. And trust me, men are looking for that because they're looking for an interdependent woman. Somebody they got to depend on them all the damn time. Somebody they got their own. Sierra got her own. She was trying to find nobody with money. Hell, Slim Thug said the same dumb shit about her. Talking about, man, ain't no way that somebody going like her going to be a Russell Wilson. She into thugs. She, she had a type. What the fuck? All right. So she had a type. People don't change. People change. You grow up. You, you move on from that lifestyle because that was what you need to do to fit your environment. It was your circumstances. And we grow to outlive those circumstances and we get better. That's what happened. But some people still stay in that life because it was suits them. And it's what put money in their pocket. This man future running around and talking about popping Percocets and all sort of crazy shit. Is that how you want your kids to grow up? Is that how you want them to be? Right. Do you want your would you be comfortable? Right. Even you, Shannon Crowder, who made this statement about future being so goddamn cool. Right. Would you be OK with your daughter bringing home a dude like future with all the babies and everything, all that shit? Would you be OK with that? Now. Me asking you this now, you're going to have to be biased because of the statements that you made. You're probably going to be like, well, I wouldn't mind because that's my daughter and she can do what she want to do. Bullshit. You know, goddamn well, that's your not your seed. And if, if, if that's how you truly are, bro, you fucked up. You're a fucked up dude. Nobody should be listening to you. You got a platform out there where you just leading people on. You need to watch what you say and think about that shit sometimes. Apply it to your life and your situations. Would your wife be okay if your kid brought home somebody like that? Because here's the thing. Russell Wilson is the person that you might want to have your daughter bring home. Simply because he's handling responsibility. Not only is he being the 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 epitome of a good dude for this woman, right? He's a he's a good dude, but he's taking care of another man's child. You ever think about that? That is not his son, but he treats him as if it was his own. That's what you guys should be worried about right there. Y'all should be worried about the fact that this man is taking care of another man's child. And not complaining about the shit. He ain't complaining about the baby father over there being the asshole. None of that shit. He's just doing work. 
And Sierra loves that man for that. And I bet you any other woman out there on this planet would love a man like that. Because for starters, there's so many, so many black women out there raising these kids on their own. So much in fact that it's 69%, 69% of black babies are being raised in single parent homes. Think about that shit for a minute. Hell, the population of black people, what is it like? It's a low, it's a low number, 38% something like It might be lower than that in America. And out of that, 69% babies being raised, single parents. And then 46%, right, of black babies are being born where there is no married couple. They're being born out of wedlock. And then you got 4%. This is crazy. These numbers are crazy. When I look this up, 4% of black families, right, have a biological parent and a step parent. And out of that 4%, Sierra was able to find somebody like Russell Wilson. That's tough. That's tough. Like future, right there, future don't have anything to worry about when it comes to the safety of his child. His child is well taken care of. He'll never have to worry about his child being abused, mistreated, neglected. When in fact, I just heard that Sierra had to go take this man to court to petition to have full custody of her kid because whenever she would leave future, baby future, with his father, he just drop his ass off with somebody else. The kid take every pen, he forget to, to give him his pen, all this shit, all these things are happening to this kid. This kid is in danger. Future don't care nothing about that child. Future don't care nothing about Sierra like that. What he cares about is his fragile male ego being is, is broken. His shit is is dunsky. And now he's trying to take all this shit out on Russell Wilson, calling this man all these names and saying how he wanted to get his bitch back and all this other shit. It just didn't work for him. He lost. Lost. He lost to a cornball square. And he can't take that shit. I guarantee you, he didn't go to any of his other baby mamas and charge them up, talking all crazy about how whatever man they talk to can't be around his kids. I bet you he didn't do that shit. It's just because it's Russell. His ego hurt. And he lost two of them. He lost, he lost Sierra and Laura Harvey. You don't ever, you don't hear nothing else about Laura Harvey or Sierra out there flaunting their bodies and showing off their skin. All you hear is, man, Michael B. Jordan did such a great job for Valentine's Day, taking Laura Harvey on a on a uh, swan cruise, some crazy shit, you know, like this boy is making people really step their games up. <laughs> And we ain't gonna talk about Russell. Every time you see Russell, you see Sierra. They together all the time. That's what women want. They want to be loved, honored, and adored, and praised. Men, on the other hand, they just they're competition based. And this is a competition that Future has lost, and he can't take that shit. That's why he mad. That's why he mad. Like you shouldn't be saying anything. You should be saying, "Man, hey, good job. Thank you for helping take care of my child." I really appreciate that. But that ain't what it is. Bro, you got all these damn baby mamas out here and all these kids, fool. You don't care nothing about that shit. Like I said, it's your ego. 
This woman has changed and she wanted better for herself. Something that you could, that you was not willing to do. And men right now, this applies to y'all. Like women aren't sitting around waiting for us to change anymore. That shit was cool before because they loved us. Like Sierra really loved Future. And this, and then she had a child for this man, but he wasn't going to be shit for her because he cheated on her while she was pregnant. What does that say? Look, women, if, if, if y'all, if y'all listening, women, I, I know this is a thing because I've had, I've talked to plenty of women who've been in this situation who tried to change men and then got pregnant by them, hoping that now that they have a kid together, things will get better. Fuck no. Things are just going to get worse. Way worse. Because now you're going to be stuck at home with this kid while this dude's still out there doing his dirt. He don't fucking care. Right there. That's a that's supposed to be a death sentence, right? Like, but this man gonna go, if he got money, he don't care. I'm gonna pay my child support and go do what the hell I, I'm gonna do. And the judge not gonna look at me and be like, well, we're gonna award custody to the father. The father not even looking for custody. He's still looking to have a good damn time. He don't care about none of that shit. He don't care about you. He what he care about is is the fact that he could talk shit, live his life, and still you gonna be there for him. You stroking his ego. You're like, look at this. Look at this fool over here still running behind me. And I'm doing all this shit that I'm doing. That's how, that's how a man thinks. I'm letting y'all women know. That's how a man thinks. And so y'all step off on his ass and have him looking stupid. Because he hurt. He Now he hurt. <laughs> and he hurt just because a woman decides to do right for herself. You know. Another reason why Future might be tripping is because you look at Sierra. She had her own. Out of all these baby mamas, right? This is one of them that actually had her own. Sierra worth $25 million. She don't need you for nothing. She's going to get up there and dance and sing. <laughs> and she's going to make hers. She's popular. She's one of those celebrities. She's well known. What happened to you, Future, is you lost your, you lost your image of a uh, Beyonce like you lost that you lost your yo Sierra you lost, not necessarily but you lost your Rihanna like you lost them you lost you lost that trophy woman and you can't take it hell look at Slim Slim Thug remember I said he made comments about the boy three years ago and dude you ain't right because after he made these comments he went and apologized for the shit bro you should never apologize for anything that you say you shouldn't. You should never apologize for anything you say. What you should do is, is you should learn from it and then say, I'm going to get better. I'm not going to apologize for what I said because it's how I felt. That's this what the man meant. Because now I can't trust you. I think you're going to renege on everything you say. I can't, I can't play spades with you. <laughs> you know? And after he made these comments, right, uh, Sierra made her own comments. About how she's happy. She's happy with the car, Carney dude. And then you know who chimes in? Latoya Luckett. The old Destiny's Child member who used to be with Slim Thug saying right on girl. Because she's with this dude. And he cheated on her and she moved on and upgraded. Right? These women moved on and upgraded their lives after trying to upgrade these men. Okay, what you say? Jay-Z is Jay-Z. But Jay-Z ain't the Jay-Z he is right now with our Beyonce. His look. The way he moved his swagger. You can't tell me Beyonce ain't helped that man out. Cause he cause right now he the goofy bird. He, he, he the goofball. He the car and dude on the jet ski with the helmet on. Looking, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look like he he's special. I know y'all seen that. Go look him up. 
Got his hair all crazy, man. He's carefree because he got his woman. His woman that respects and loves him for who he is. He could be that person. He don't got to be who he was to make it. Like who he was, that was fitting his environment to make it. And now he's there. And he's got somebody to show him, hey, man, you can do better with yourself. And better with all that you got. Man, you're a, you a millionaire. Let's go get you some billions. And he's there. So let's look at it from this, this perspective, right? Let's stop looking at it as Russell Wilson being a cornball and and future being whatever the fuck future is. Right? And, and Sierra just being this broken woman who found love. Let's stop looking at that. Start looking at the fact that this child is being well taken care of. Because he don't have to grow up in a household where the mom and dad are always arguing. I don't know where my dad is. My mom is always crying. That impact on you psychologically will turn you into the monster that your parents are. You wonder why men treat women in the way that they do, because they learned it from their parents. They learned it from their dads. They learned it from their friends who fucking picked that shit up from their dads who thought it was cool to use and abuse and mistreat women. That shit becomes a part of our psyche. We think it's okay. And you want to rock around and talk about people being alpha males and all sort of crazy shit. How? Nah, man. We got to do better as people. We men, us men, fuck, get, stop talking about women. Us men, we got to be able to come together and have these hard conversations about how we were raised. And that shit not being cool. And how we treat people, how we treated each other. How we lived in lies. It was never the right thing to do. It was just a decision that we had to make based on our environmental circumstances. Period. And you no longer live in those in that environment. And since you don't, you got to learn to grow. So you got to surround yourself with people that you are interested in changing. You want to change your life? Find them people that are doing the things that you want to change into. It's time to grow. It's time to express ourselves and have these hard conversations that, hey, man, I'm a man. I have feelings just like the next man. It ain't just women out there or who are depressed and have anxiety because shit, them women that are depressed and have anxiety. The majority of them men are the ones who cause that shit. We cause a lot of stress in our women. You imagine your woman going to work all day, having to deal with a lot of bullshit and then coming home to your bullshit, too. There's no escape. So we got to be better. You think your woman want to act crazy? <laughs> it's just that they can't ever get that goddamn point across to us. They don't want to yell at us. They don't want to throw shit. They just fed up. With the fact that we don't listen. So it's time, man. It's time for us to have these conversations about who was the cool dude and who was the corny dude. Because I was the corny dude. They had cool tendencies. I was the I was the, the, the goofy dude. I was the, the class clown. I was the comedian. I was all these things, right? But ultimately, I was myself. And I, I had to I switched up with being who I was simply because of what somebody else thought of me. 
And that's how I would I would live my life like that. I would live my life switching up who I am to fit somebody else's narrative. And that was never me. Bro, I was nobody looked at me like, hey man, I'm gonna go over there and be this guy's friend, or hey, I'm gonna go over there. I, I, I like to date Chad because he's so cute. Man, girls would make fun of me because I wouldn't smile. I'd just be in my zone, right? This I I had a girl once say, if I look over there at Chad and he's smiling, I'll talk to him. How the hell was I supposed to know that I was supposed to be smiling at that time? And it sucks, too, because I had a crush on that girl. Ugh, I'm not going to mention no names, but I really did. <laughs> and it's, ugh. The person I could have been back in the day. But, hey, it is what it is, man. Like, when you finally come into your own, you start to respect yourself. You start to not worry about what nobody else has to say about you or how they feel. Then you can truly be free. These youngsters growing up right now, they're innocent. My son, he's innocent. He doesn't know any wrong. He goes up to all strangers and speaks to them. He don't know he can be taken. These are things I have to teach him. Like you, if you come across any dude who acts, who acts that way, who cheats on girls, who robs, who steals, who's managed, always want to fight, thugging it out. He learned that shit. And he had to adapt it to his lifestyle to fit his environment. Future is that individual. He's going to keep on utilizing because it's, it's an incentive. I rap about drugs and, and fucking over bitches and I still get a paycheck. But that don't mean that you women out there have to deal with a man like that shit. In fact, he's the person that y'all should go actually get with so y'all can know that y'all want to go deal with a person that want to take care of you. All women should go there to do like Future. Go ahead. All y'all go find this, this sorry ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? Damn, I'm... Am I bad for talking about him like that? Fuck, who cares? All of y'all should go find a dude like Future and see if that's who you truly want to be with. If you really want to have this baby mama drama, if you really want to be worried about your dude, where he at at night, you want your kid up crying, where's my daddy? If you want this lifestyle, go do it. Go have fun, go live it. Or you go listen to your friends who've already lived that life before and decide that you you gonna, I want better. So you fix yourself first before you go looking for a man. And these men, you can't change them. They're going to have to change themselves. They got to want to fix themselves. Because the majority of them are going to keep on doing the things that they do because they saw their parents do it. They saw their fathers do it. They saw their best friends do it. And shit works out for them. And they're not going to want to change until they experience it. And they hit rock bottom. Then they'll get it together. And they won't want to be like that anymore. Trust me, people. You're either going to listen to somebody who's been in it before, that had the experience, or you're going to want to experience that shit on your own. Get with the person that's wise now and not smart. See, a smart person learns from their mistakes. A wise person learns from, the, learns from the mistakes of others. Get your wise person. Don't put yourself through the shit that other people are going through. You don't have to. You don't have to live that way. Get your success now. Don't wait for it. Leave these goddamn sorry ass dudes alone. <laughs> Go get your nerd a square dude. Go get it. I promise you, you won't have that drama. You won't have that drama. The only thing you have to worry about is this dude is carny ass jokes. And you're going to either laugh or not. But trust me, you're going to love and respect him because he loves and respects you. And if you got a kid, he's going to love and respect your kid too. He was raised different. He was raised better. So go find your person like that, man. It's okay. It's okay, guys out there. Look, 
I'm gonna wrap this thing up, man. That's that's not my two cents on this thing on this matter. I really don't want to sit in and talk about a bunch of people like how I do, but right now what's happening in society we see things like that our youth see things like that and they think that's cool we're gonna have to get we're gonna have to like reprogram our people so they can know that this is not the way that we have to live you can do better you know, Tobey I love Tobey man the rapper Tobey he speaks about this in all of his raps that you can do better you ain't gotta be on the stage popping your ass to get money you ain't gotta be out in the street selling drugs you ain't gotta do those things you can make it I mean, you can sell drugs to get the money and then go make it. But I'm saying, <laughs> just be careful. Be careful, guys, and everything that y'all do out there in life. Guys, I thank y'all for listening, man. We're wrapping up episode four. I'm sorry for the delay. I'm sorry for the wait, right? But I wasn't in a good space last week, right? I'm going to share this with y'all. I wasn't in a good space last week, and I'm a bit of a perfectionist, right? So I actually did an episode. And I was like, man, I'm going to put this shit out. But then I listened to it. I was like, man, I don't like this, right? And I have this overwhelming fear that the things that I do will not resonate with a lot of people. So after I did it, I didn't like it, and I didn't think it's gonna—I didn't think it was gonna flow with my listeners. So I didn't put it out there. But what I have to understand is that nothing's gonna be perfect, and practice doesn't make perfect. Practice just makes you better at what you do. So what I had did was practice, and I shouldn't have been afraid to put put my work out there because I should stand on my work. And believe in it because there are individuals out there who truly believe in me and the work that I do and they waiting to hear this shit. What I do makes other people better. So I have to be great in order for a person out there for them to meet the pinnacle of their greatness to see that, hey, man, if Chad is doing it, I can do it, too. So that's why I do what I do. And that's why I didn't come to y'all last week. And I'm sorry. I'm working on my consistency. I'm sorry. I'm an inconsistent asshole. Please forgive me. I won't miss no more. Right. Thank y'all guys for tuning in, man. I will see y'all next Thursday, man, wherever you are listening to this on your commute. If you're at home, if you're at the job listening to it, man, hey, I wish you safe travels on that road. I wish you have a great day at work. Or if you're at home, hey, get some work done. Don't sit on your ass all day. And if you're a man waiting for your wife to come home and do shit, don't do that. Clean up the house. Cook for her when she, before she get home. Handle some business, please. Guys, y'all take care. Peace.